Hello and welcome to episode 68 of the MR Running Pains podcast. My name is Aaron Saft and I am bringing to you today um, a very uh, close to the heart friend. His name is Michael Harms. Uh, Michael and I uh, were in the Runner's World cover search contest back in 2016. Uh, Michael is an amazing human and he is a great father, uh, friend, uh, runner, everything. He's just so well-rounded. He's a kindred spirit. You know, we connected uh, very quickly uh, when we met in New York City. Uh, as you'll hear from our conversation, I just hit record uh, just so you could get a feel for the emotion and the reconnection. Uh, it's, you know, it's just, it meant a lot for this conversation to happen. Um, Michael uh, is is fantastic. He is attempting his first 100 miler at Old Dominion this weekend, uh, which is June 5th. And I am also lining up. It's uh, Michael's first, obviously. So we wanted to have a conversation about, uh, you know, his training, his history, uh, what got him into the uh, Runner's World contest, which is an amazing story in and of itself. So I hope you'll give that the time and listen because uh, his story is one that, you know, uh, it really, it touches the heart. The, uh, the, the Harms family is just an amazing family. Um, Michael's wife, Hope, is just, uh, you know, an exuberant spirit, uh, full of love, and you can just tell she's just wide open and caring. Um, I really enjoyed meeting them, and uh, it has been way too long since I send them, uh, I've seen them, so I am looking forward to this reunion. I will see them pre-race on Friday. So I cannot wait to give them a huge hug. <laughs> um, yeah, this conversation, as I said, it means a lot, and I hope you enjoy it because it was just fun and jovial uh, as we talk about um, you know everything, uh, including leading up to uh, Old Dominion. We will have a follow-up conversation to this as to how things went uh, for each of us. Uh, so that that will be our, our next episode. So I look forward to, uh, to the adventure this weekend, uh, to lining up for the Old Dominion 100. Um, as I, as I look forward to also hearing how it goes for Michael and I hope it goes tremendously. Um, uh, the, at the end, um, I will not have a conclusion as I usually do just because I want to leave it open-ended, uh, for our next conversation. So with that said, uh, just a few things I have, the newsletter will be out. So by the time you are listening to this, um, which will be June 3rd <clears throat> is when it releases, uh, the June newsletter will be out. Uh, so if you have not subscribed to newsletter, you can do so on my website, mrrunningpains.com. There is a subscription link there. If you want to see <clears throat> the, um, the newsletter, it's on, I'll post it to social medias as well as it is posted, um, under the connect page. Uh, you can see, um, all the old archived newsletters as well as podcasts are all archived there. Um, if you're just listening to this for the first time, thank you so much. I hope you enjoy the conversation and the format of this podcast. Um, I do try to uh, have guests on and you know create conversations in which we can all learn from. So um, if you enjoy it, please subscribe. I really would uh, appreciate the, uh, um, the ad and uh, it, it helps other people find it. For those of you that are subscribers and are frequent listeners and Patreon supporters, again, my thanks to you guys. Uh, this is tremendous. I, you know, as I always say, it's so much fun, and I can't believe the guests that I have on. I am incredibly fortunate to, to do these interviews and, and hear from these people because um, I learn a lot. I am inspired. So, uh, and, you know, I, I hope it does the same for you. 
Um, future conversations will include uh, Corey Keene. I'm actually recording with him this evening, uh, Wednesday, June 2nd. Uh, we are going to talk about the differences between marathon and 50K training. Uh, Corey's a coach as well and has just recently won the quest for the crest uh, 50K here in Western North Carolina, uh, one of the, the tougher 50Ks in the, in the nation. Um, so that will be a fun conversation. Um, I also hope to record with my son who just finished up his eighth grade track season and had a wonderful culminating event. Uh, if you haven't seen it on social media, um, we'll, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll talk about that if I can drag him on the microphone. Um, it's, uh, I was so proud of him. So, uh, another, another future interview, but you know, as I said, um, this one all about Michael Harms, old dominion, um, I can't wait to, to introduce to you to Michael, so let's get to it. Oh, it is awesome to see you, Michael. Same, man, same. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, man, we should have done this sooner. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. How's everybody? Everybody's well, man. Doing very well. Yeah. yeah. Little ones, little ones are in yeah. bed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my wife's working on it. <laughs> <laughs> bless her. Excuse me. Uh, is Donald yes, gonna make an yes, appearance? Bless her. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I could, I could carry the laptop uh, down there to him, but he, he is up. He's on his iPad, just uh, looking up stuff, and yeah. All right. Have well, fun. Maybe, maybe at the end we can, we can see him. I'd love to say hey. Um, oh, but, definitely, um, dude. He would love that. Yeah, it's <laughs> just wonderful. And and you're doing okay too. <laughs> yeah, man, doing very well. Yeah, awesome. That's great. How about how about you and your family? We're all doing great. We had a great Memorial Day today. Um, we uh, one of my uh, best friends from growing up. Uh, we ran together. Um, he was at an opposing school, but we ran through middle school, high school, nice. and then he came to NC State, and we ran together. Uh, so we've, we've been friends forever. So he came this weekend and we took him up, um, Mount Pisgah, which is, uh, one of the iconic mountains here in Western North Carolina. So we hiked up that and then they headed out and then the family and I just did some fun stuff. We went and played uh putt putt and my son did the batting nice. cages and yeah, so it's just been a fun day. I'm going to get a little evening run here after we're done. <laughs> so oh, man, um, late one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just going to squeeze it in. How about you? Everything. what you guys do today? Oh, it was great. Yeah. Did some stuff around the house in the morning and then, uh, took the, the three little dudes on an adventure back in the woods. Uh, we live, we got tons of acreage back here. And, um, so we just, uh, we go exploring. There's a, the bull run river actually runs behind our property line and we'll That's just cool. go and follow it along and explore. And, um, yeah, they love it. So we did that for a few hours actually. Um, no, that's great. Yeah. And then, uh, Came home and hung out with Donald for a while. Um, we have a, a good friend of ours lives down the road, and they have a BMW convertible, which Donald like loves. So they like let us borrow it from time to time to just to go Aww. for like, a joyride. So, so yeah, oh. we were just cruising around and that. <laughs> yeah, having a blast. So well, that's fantastic. It was a good day. Um, yeah. And you have you have is it is it five now? Is that right? Four, five four. 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 Okay. So you have the, the three young boys and their ages. Yep. They their are, uh, um, uh, six, four, and two. Six, four, and two. And then how old is Donald now? 24. 
24. Oh man. Yeah. And what's Donald up to? Um, he is, you know, got some stuff going on, but not nearly as much because of, um, things are just starting to come back online. Um, you know, with COVID and stuff, but, um, he has a day program that he was doing, um, four days a week, which was awesome. It's through McLean Bible church. So they do stuff out in the community. They do like community service projects, and, um, oh, great. stuff like that. Um, and then he had lots of different sports stuff going on. He had, um, bowling and he was, he and I were running races all the time. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, none of that stuff, um, has come back yet. His, one of his favorite activities was uh, power wheelchair soccer which is really oh, cool because nice. um, he can <laughs> do it. You know, it's independent. He's just out there on the court yeah. himself playing. So, nice. um, so, uh, but um, so some of those are, sh- there's talk at least of starting them back up, but, but they haven't, oh. none of them really have, I, everything's been just still virtual and things like that. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's, um, well, let's take a step back here. So those that are, that are listening um, kind of get a feel for, for you and, and for Donald and, and this story and how you and I met and all that good stuff. So um, this would take us back to 2016. Um, um, Michael and Donald and I were all finalists in the uh, Runner's World cover search. Um, and uh, as finalists, we went to New York City and that's where we met um, in person. And I got to meet your family, minus the youngest, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, and yeah. uh, actually, let me think. I think your well, your four year old obviously wasn't there. Yeah, so <laughs> you just had uh, was yeah. it uh, Oliver? Just it, Oliver. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, so um, we uh, we had a well, we had such a, a tremendous time that was like so fantastic. And yeah. um, but let's give everybody kind of a, a backstory of you and Donald and and how that all came together. Sure. Um, like from the very beginning or just running stuff? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So everybody gets the complete picture of, of you sure. and, and Donald and, you know, how this all tied yeah. in. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, yeah, Donald um, is from Jamaica, actually. And um, my wife and I went there on a trip um, to, we were both special education teachers at the time and went there to just do, it was a volunteer trip. Um, it was a, we went to a home for, for children with special needs. And, uh, yeah, we went again, just sh- it was a sort of a short-term volunteer trip. Um, some friends had been before and we're like, you guys got to go and see this place. It's really, the kids are amazing. The staff is doing the best they can and they're amazing. Um, so we went, um, really fell in love with the place in general, um, the, the staff and, and the, the children there. Um, but there was just an immediate, uh, special connection with Donald, that was like unexplainable. Uh, we didn't even understand it, you know, um, at the time, um, in hindsight, after Oliver was born, we recognized that feeling. It's the feeling of, uh, that you get when you meet and see your child for the first time. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so, uh, we, uh, that was, that was back in 2010. Um, so yeah, we met, we met Donald then and just had a special connection. We went back a bunch of times. We started a nonprofit with those same friends to continue work there. And just with the main focus at the time of starting a school there, they had never had a long-term school um, presence there, um, which was, it was awesome because it enabled us to go back a lot. Um, so we'd go back every like three months and see Donald. And um, it was just clear that the connection was not just a feeling. And it was also clear that it was mutual um, with Donald. And so, um, on our third trip, 
we talked with him about like adoption and, you know, and he was totally on board, thankfully. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, we, we started the adoption process then that was still 2010. It took about two and a half years. Um, and we brought him home April, 2013. Awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and, and for those that don't know, um, what are Donald's special needs? So he has cerebral palsy. Um, he's uh, w- what's considered spastic, uh, quadriplegic. So it affects all four limbs. Um, it even affects his head and neck muscles, it, it pretty much his entire body. Um, he d- would be classified as nonverbal, um, but he's super communicative. It's just the muscle control is difficult for him to, to uh, enunciate and say many things. Um, but he can, he's got a pretty clear yeah um and a no um he says dad for dad and so he he can say some sort of monosyllabic things um that he's learned over the time but um most of his communication is done through nonverbal uh gestures and motions or he has a communication device now that he's been with us in the states um that he's been still is learning and um using um yeah that's that's the main gist of it (laughs) (laughs) that's so fantastic how you guys came together um and then um you were running already no at that point no no i was not Mm -mm. no i i ran uh track in high school um but that's you know it's a long time ago man Um, (laughs) and i did like i was a 400 was my like main race uh and and i did cross country a couple years um wrestling was actually my main sport in high school um, so I did cross country sort of to get in shape for, for wrestling and, um, and then track. I was, I was pretty good in the 400, um, and the 200 a little bit and surprisingly long jump, <laughs> but yeah, but no, I was not, not running at all. Um, I yeah. was into bike racing and did some amateur bike racing for like the year, maybe year and a half. But then once, um, once we adopted Donald, I stopped it actually just cause crash, I was, you know, the crashes and it just wasn't worth the risk anymore. Um, <laughs> so no, he totally got me into running. Did he? Okay. Yeah. And what brought that about? Um, it, it's a pretty cool story too, actually. He, uh, he's super into sports, super active. So we were just like looking for stuff to do, you know, trying to find as many things, um, to get him involved in as possible. Um, and, uh, some friends just sent us a video actually of Rick and Dick Hoyt, um, father, son, you know, who pioneered, um, uh, people with, you know, special needs doing, uh, endurance events. Um, and so Donald and I hope was, uh, out, out, out of the house, actually, she was in grad school at the time. So she was like, um, doing some studying or something. And it was just he and I on a Sunday afternoon eating lunch. And so I got this, you know, email in my inbox, like, Hey, check out this video. Thank you. And Donald would like it. This was about a year. He'd been with us about a year. So this is 2014 in the spring. And um, just really cool video of Rick and Dick Hoyt doing running races and triathlons and stuff. And Donald was super just riveted the whole time. I mean, just eyes glued to the screen. Like, and I was like, you know, riveted as well. Um, and even a little emotional. It was just such a cool video. And I, you know, it, it was over. And I was like, oh, it's, you know, that was awesome. And Donald is just, you know, clearly indicating something. He's going, uh, uh, dad, dad, which is him saying like, dad dad like trying to get my attention and he's doing it very urgently and i'm like so my first thought of course me being 
dense is <laughs> you got to go to the bathroom because <laughs> he's like he's like no you fool like <laughs> like I, I would say if I had to go to the bathroom like uh, and I'm like what's wrong <laughs> you know uh, and finally he's like looking at the screen at the last image that's left on the screen I'm like oh you you liked the video and he's like yeah and, um, finally it dawns on me he's saying he wants to do that and I'm like you want so you want to do that and he's like yeah and I'm like oh okay cool yeah we could we could like look into that like figure out you know what kind of gear we got to get or what so i go back to you know finish up lunch and he's like mm, no no like and he's still adamant about something i'm like what, what what what's up man what's up and so finally he's like dad you're not getting it so he put he's in a manual chair at the, at the time he wasn't he, he didn't have a power wheelchair yet which he has now he takes his foot and puts it up on the table and pushes away from the table in just the perfect manner so that it pushes him back and spins his chair around right <laughs> to facing the the front door and it finally dawns on me like oh you want to go like do that right now yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> so, so i was like uh okay so we go in the garage and dig out this old stroller that we had like first used when we got him and he was really small when we brought him home he was 34 pounds at, at 16 years old so wow. so he had and he, he just blossomed and grew you know a bunch um in that first year so he was already way too big for it but it was all we had and i was like are you sure right. you're gonna be comfortable in this and he was like yeah i don't care this, this is fine <laughs> so we went for a run literally well like call it a run but uh <laughs> like i think we did like maybe a mile just around the block and he like loved it and i was like What's you would you want to do like races and he was like yeah like of course <laughs> so uh our our school system that we worked at was putting on a 5k literally the next saturday so in like six days I was like, all right, let's sign up and do it. So, so we did a 5k the next week and <laughs> three months later we did Marine Corps marathon and just like, you know, eventually did a half Ironman triathlon and a few more, f four more marathons and a bunch of tons of 10ks and 5ks and all kinds of stuff in between. And you've had tremendous support from a, a nonprofit organization that, that helps provide yes. the, the racing chair, right? And you want to oh, talk yeah. about that? Yeah, yeah, totally. Ainsley's Angels of America. Um, great organization that like, yeah, if you need stuff, you need gear, um, they're totally there to help. Um, and they're just they're just all about inclusion, you know, people with special needs, um, people with uh, various disabilities or anything that that want to, you know, they're, they're all about their inclusion um, within endurance sports and with within anything in general, but um, the primary focus being uh, endurance sports. So yeah, we quickly uh, found out about them and they helped us get an initial much better chair um <laughs> and uh which was actually the chair we still had in uh new york um mm. called the freedom chair um it was great and then they eventually even helped go a step further and we got uh, this chair called the blade um which is more similar to what you'd see like rick hoyt riding in it's awesome i mean that thing is streamlined for racing <laughs> um, so they've yeah they've been tremendous in helping us get equipment find races that will let us run and um yeah it's a great organization yeah that's great so i'll uh, i'll include them in the show notes uh, along with their their website yeah link, yeah please really do they they will uh they will pair um runner athletes with rider athletes too so if like you're a runner um or a triathlete looking to get involved they'll 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 pair you with they um they have rider athletes that they can pair you with so and they're all over the country yeah. Yeah, no, and you know we'd be remiss. Didn't uh, didn't Dick Hoyt just pass? Yes, yes, unfortunately yeah. and sadly. Yeah. yeah, that was. I mean, he's such a, a motivation to so many. Uh, my first Boston, I think, was my first encounter with them. 
yeah. they, they start with the wheelchair division and, you know, I was, I was running past and it was, you know, I, at the time I didn't know who he was, I'll be honest. Uh, this yeah. was back in 2002, I think it was like 2001, 2002. So I, I wasn't even, I wasn't even aware of who they were. And then, you know, obviously the story came out and I mean, they're, they're very amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's really cool. So, um, you, you went from, uh, one weekend doing a 5k to three months later doing a marathon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> how, did, how did that go? <laughs> that, that was, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty rough. <laughs> Don, Donald is like just pure adventure, man. He is like, just, yeah, I'll jump in the deep end and figure it out. Like as we go. So, uh, so yeah, he's like, I mean, he was immediately like, I want to do a bit because he saw video so then we started looking up videos of rick and dick hoyt and find out oh, they've done like an insane amount of boston marathons they've run yeah. marine corps multiple times and right. so he was like okay i want to do all of that <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah yeah so we uh we started you know I, I i get into stuff so i was just reading training you know books on training and stuff and figuring out how to do it and winging it and meanwhile my you know hope my my wife donald's mom is pregnant with Oliver actually. Um, so, so she's pregnant and had a, just a tough pregnancy. So she's super sick. And we also moved over the summer. So I think we maybe averaged two runs a week. Um, we always managed to get in a long run, um, but <laughs> the long run maxed out, I think at maybe 18 miles, you know, one week. And yeah, uh, yeah so yeah, the the marathon was totally super fun though, but we definitely hit the wall hard around like 21, 22 miles. It was hurt. We were hurting, <laughs> but we still finished. You <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. He's like, I, I would have been done, you know, 15 miles. Like he, he's, he's <laughs> totally, he is, uh, yeah. The, um, the, uh, strength behind the team. That's, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Like, yeah. When I start fading and he can tell, like when my pace starts slowing, he's immediately yelling death and go go which is go like go or if he sees if he sees someone up ahead uh, of us like and he thinks we can catch them before you know the finish line's coming he's a yeah. i mean he is like jumping out of the chair man like, like yeah yeah so he, he's a he's a competitor all the way that's for sure that's tremendous oh my goodness yeah so cool so um did you guys get to do boston together no we have not yet we 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 haven't yet sort of like set okay let's let's really prepare for this marathon and try to qualify for boston um so we have to qualify in my they use my age i see uh age group time um which i think now is 310 um which really means you know you got to run like three seven thirty probably (laughs) yeah 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 or maybe fast yeah so um so we, uh, yeah, we've never though, we've been so interested in so many different things. So we very quickly started doing triathlons too. I think the very, the next year in 2015. Wow. Um, so we kind of were, were always balancing, um, you know, training for different things and yeah. one and wanting to do well, even in like local 10 Ks and half marathons that he really enjoys. Um, he loves airport races cause he loves anything aviation. So like if there's an airport race going on, he's like, I'm there and we want to really do well at that one. Um, I think mainly because one time we got second overall in one and we were awarded a free helicopter ride, like, which is, Oh my awesome. gosh. Yeah. So he was like ecstatic about that. So I think now he's like, okay, we need to find every airport race there is and try to see, if, see if we can win another ride. <laughs> but, um, no, so, 
Um, but we have gotten our marathon time down to 320. Um, and I know we can run, I know we can run faster. Um, like I said, we've just never, we've, we've always sort of like the marathon, we've always run it in the fall cause it's always been Marine Corps or we ran Richmond once. Um, mm-hmm. and it's always sort of like we've trained for something big through the summer. And then we just sort of kind of ride out the training, um, <laughs> without really trying to do a proper build. And, um, but we've talked about it. He's, he's been pretty adamant. Like he wants to do that. Um, but he also wants to do an iron, a full distance Ironman too. So we gotta, <laughs> and he's, he's getting, now that I've been doing ultra, ultra marathons, he's, he wants to, you know, see if there's one that we can do together. Um, so He's got a lot of goals. We got to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's friends. How does the, uh, I, I haven't seen how the bike works. How does the bike work in a triathlon with Donald? Um, re- well, there's, there's different ways you can do it. What we do right now when Angels Angels uh, and my wife actually really spearheaded to that, give some props to her on getting us the blade chair. Um, she, it was a surprise. She like fundraised and worked with Angels Angels on um, that, that chair, the front wheel actually comes off and it attaches right to my bike. So, oh, okay. um, yeah, so it's awesome. So the transition's super easy. We just detach it from my bike, throw the front wheel on and then go run. That's um, cool. So that's how we do the bike. Um, <laughs> it is challenging cause pulling something is just pretty slow. Yeah. It's hard to go fast. So, um, like you see Rick and Dick Hoyt and, um, there's the PZ brothers too, who are awesome. And we've met them. They're great, great athletes. Um, and do a lot for the, for the sport and for the, for inclusion. Um, but they they uh, they all eventually transitioned to a system where uh, the rider athlete is on the bike, and eventually we'd maybe like to do that because I think we'd be able to go faster. But but yeah, for now this is working great. Um, awesome, that's so cool. Yeah. Very cool. Oh man, what's what's been the favorite race so far? I mean, obviously uh, <laughs> Donald's was probably the the one you got the helicopter ride. But <laughs> what's yeah. been your favorite experience thus far? Oh my gosh, man. There's been a lot. I don't know. That's a tough one. <laughs> um, I, I I would say the half Ironman maybe uh, is definitely up there just because it was a long race, man. It took us like, mm-hmm. I think we finished right at seven hours. Yeah, so I wasn't sure how uh, Donald would do, you know, handling that long um, of a race, that much time in the chair. Um, I knew the swim, he'd be okay. It's not that long. He likes the adventure of being in, he's, he's in a raft and I, I tow him in that one, um, which is just a whole nother crazy (laughs) deal with some crazy stories and races. Um, but, uh, it's not super long though. Uh, and then the run, I knew we could run it still pretty fast. Um, so, uh, the bike, like though, you know, 56 miles, I knew it was going to take us a while. (laughs) So, um, uh, I wasn't sure how, you know, I thought maybe he might, after feeling that long in the chair, you know, he might be like, eh, I'm not so sure about this, but I mean, man, he was just like a tough as nails pushing me, driving me on through the entire thing. Um, <laughs> just every time I would start to lag, especially on the bike, um, he would be back there yelling, like, go, you know, I'd be keep checking on him. Hey, do you need to, do you need anything? You want me to pull over and get you? No, no, keep going, keep going. <laughs> you know, like he knew the, he, he knew too, the bike is going to be our slowest point so there's no stopping we need to get through this like um so yeah i mean and he was just uh i mean again like i said tough as nails through the whole thing way tougher than i was it was hot too i mean it was in july in williamsburg uh, we were Uh, roasting um but he uh, was just like keeping me keeping me motivated through the whole thing um so 
he's just tough, man. We, we, we had one race where we actually crashed, um, in, in the try, uh, it was just a sprint distance. Um, when it was a, like a U-turn, uh, turnaround point in the bike. Like, so you go out, turn around, come back. And when we were doing the turn super slow, going real slow, the, the bike just hit like some, like a dip in the road and it just popped the one wheel. And it was just, he's so light too. still, um, you know, he only weighs not, not even 70 pounds around 69, 68 pounds. It just tipped over. Um, and, and we have this flag it snapped off and hit him. He had a cut over his oh. eye. Yeah, man. But he, um, we got him <laughs> wrapped the thing around him and he was like, let's go. Like, and I was like, you're, you're, you're short. And he's like, let's go. Like, I'm good. So we, we went through, we got into transition and I thought like, okay, you know, do you, you good? You want to, you want to stop now? And you know, he, he kind of thought about it maybe for like half a second, but then I was like, no, no, let's go, let's go. And so, uh, ended up being one of our fastest, um, like five K's period. Like, like we, we crushed it. We ended up getting, I think third overall in the 5k that that split nice. our split was uh yeah um so he, he's just tough man that's so yeah. cool that's so cool um I, you know I've, i don't think i've ever really talked about the um runner's world the cover search um on the podcast just i, I guess because i never felt like i, I should have deserved there was so many other people <laughs> like i mean that were well more deserving than myself i mean i certainly appreciate the the honor of being there, but like, yeah, you know, with stories like yours and, and the folks that we met, it was life-changing for me. I mean, it really was, it opened my eyes, you know, to these tremendous folks that are out in the world doing amazing things. But how did that experience go for the two of you? What did, what did you guys come out of that feeling? Uh, same, uh, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, very much the same, just that there's so many amazing people doing, doing incredible things, um, yeah. and using, uh, using running, um, to do, to do some of them. Um, yeah, that, that was relatively early into our running too, the, yeah. that for it to happen. And so it was totally surprising, uh, to us. I'm not big with social media either. Um, I did during that because I was like, oh my gosh, we maybe have a shot at like <laughs> getting noticed here. Like I thought for sure, like we'll enter this and nothing will happen, but it'll be whatever. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah, I just like picked up people are sharing it and sharing it and sharing it and um you know voting every day um yeah it was really special um especially to see too just uh so much support for donald um and uh yeah it just kind of like i don't know it was really special in that respect to see him just completely welcomed with open arms into the running community um it, uh, it was really cool and really special to see that's cool. What did he think of New York City and that experience? Oh man, that too. That that was really the main reason why we entered it. He he <laughs> loves big cities and he really wanted to go to New York City. And we were like, Joe, like, hey man, listen to this. You know, maybe we'll get to go to New York City. And sure enough, like, <laughs> like it was like we, you know, he got to fly on an airplane. He loves aviation. Like it was like it was just a dream come true for him. <laughs> so yeah. No, we uh, we also did um, a car ride, an interview with Bart Yasso. Now, <laughs> how did that, how did that go for you guys? Did uh, did the three of you sit in the back seat? Yep, the three of us sat in the back seat. Donald was in the middle. Yeah. It was great. Uh, Bart is awesome. He still, if we see him at a race, like he goes out of his way to come up to us and say hi to Donald. Um, but he's just a cool guy, man. Uh, he was he's really great. Yeah, um, <laughs> totally 
totally knows how to talk to Donald, talks to him just like a normal, normal, normal guy, which is exactly right. Um, so yeah, that was, that was really fun. <laughs> oh man. It was such a, a great memory. Um, you know, is I mean, I, I felt a, a really special connection just to the two of you. Um, I seem to gravitate toward the two of you um, more so than the other runners. Uh, I don't know if it was a commonality and, you know, I was a special educator as well and just kind of having that, that compassion and, and, you know, that, um, that yeah. fatherly <laughs> instinct, you know, with yeah. two kids known, but um, it, it really was just a amazing connection. And I really just really uh, loved, you know, just, the vibrance that that donald emits he has such a positivity to him you know and it's oh, just yeah. it's infectious um so that was that was a really um unique and, and awesome experience um and you know it's been it's been five years so um yeah in that time you've um you've stepped up in distance so um why don't why don't you talk about that that journey as well yeah um i mean really the the stepping up in distance lately has just kind of been because of COVID there's been no road races going on. Um, trail races were kind of starting to come back. Um, so I was talking to Donald like, Hey, would you be cool? Uh, you know, if I did some of these trail races, you know, you can't, he, uh, the, the kind of trail races I'm doing, you know, he can't do that. We just can't push a chair along that. Um, you know, going up mountains and rocks and roots and stuff. <laughs> so, um, so no, he was totally on board. I think probably mostly, and he jokes about this because it would keep me in shape. So I wouldn't get completely out of shape when they finally come back. He wants, cause he's like, when, when road races come back, which he's <laughs> hoping and planning on this fall, we are back full steam. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Um, I I've always loved the, the trails. Um, my wife and I backpacked the whole Appalachian trail. Um, actually we did half of it, went back to work. And during that, and then we did the second half and in between there is when we met Donald, um, which is, uh, really serendipitous, the whole thing, because we were actually planning on doing some kind of international traveling for a long time, but we were like, Hey, let's go back, finish the school year, finish the next school year out. Um, and then we'll do that. Um, but that's when we met Donald and put all those, set all those plans kind of aside. Um, but, um, yeah. Uh, so I've always loved the trails and, um, and if it wasn't for Donald, I probably wouldn't do too much road running. I don't, it's not, I like pushing myself. So I enjoy that part, but I'd much rather do it out on trail. Um, so yeah, I was just running a bunch on the trails. Um, and Donald was cool with me, uh, trying out some trail races. And, um, I had done a 50 miler actually back, back in 2016, actually. Um, I did it. We were, uh, we were going on a road trip out West. Um, and I was running a, just a bunch on the trail at the time, like still racing. I was racing with Donald, but I would just, my, some of my long runs I would do on the trail. Um, and I was turning 33 and I was like, I'm going to get up, work up to running 33 miles. And then I, that was kind of during that time that I heard about ultra running. I didn't really know about it. I had heard of ultra marathons, but I never looked into it. And it was just like, it was instantly appealing. It was like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is my thing. <laughs> like I just felt <laughs> it, knew it right away. Um, <laughs> But, um, but it just didn't really work with Donald. So I wasn't like going to pursue it too hard, but it was like, oh, this is like, I, I dig this a lot. Um, so <laughs> we were going to be out West and, um, I was like, if I can run 33 miles, I can run 50. And, uh, we were going to be in Colorado and, you know, 
heard of this place called Leadville. They were having a 50 miler. So, <laughs> so <laughs> thankfully that's one you can get into. There's no like lottery or anything. So I was like, Hey, my family, are you, you guys cool with me uh, doing this, taking one whole day basically to, to do this. And they were, they were on board. Um, so, uh, so I ran that, but I didn't really like race it. It was more just a way to be supported on spending 50 miles out in the mountains. <laughs> um, nice. but then, yeah, this past time during COVID, I've just been turning the training volume up, um, and being out on the trails more. Yeah. Awesome. And loving it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, we're, our main conversations on old dominion, which is this coming weekend. Um, yeah, I can't believe it's here. I mean, I had I about three weeks heads up. <laughs> yeah, <I know> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, well, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. No biggie. You, just a hundred miles. <laughs> That's right. Were you signed up last year for it? I no, uh, uh-uh. no. I, okay. I, um, yeah, I signed up in whenever it opened back up. I decided to do it in December though, basically. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So I had, you know, I had, um, kind of put my name in it, but I was like, I was deep on the wait list. So, you know, with them yeah. only a hundred people, I was like, bye, you know, chance like i had actually forgotten <laughs> you know totally about it and when i got the email i was like whoa <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> you know with the okay for my wife i clicked the green button and <laughs> yeah and here we are uh how far <laughs> is um old dominion from you uh not far man it's like an hour wood it starts and finishes in woodstock it's like mm-hmm. an hour and some change from us um one of my long runs i actually got to get out there and run on the course some oh. um because it's not it's not that far um which portion so. did you go I did, um, I parked at beach gap. Oh, okay. I went up, up Elizabeth to Elizabeth furnace. I did that real tough section that's yeah. from 75 miles on that, that everybody talks about. So I went, but I did it, I did it backwards first just to go out and turned around at Elizabeth furnace, came down to beach and then ran the last miles towards Woodstock, not all the way, but, okay. um, to get some feel for the dirt roads too. Um, nice. So, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I, it, was, it was cool. I, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, that, that, that section is pretty gnarly. Um, uh, but, um, I mean, I'm excited for it. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and then the, go ahead. I'm no, sorry, no, you're good. I was going to say, uh, I guess it's the section we get the safety runner. Um, yes. Is, yeah. yeah. Are you going to have a safety runner? No, I'm not. Huh? No. Okay. Very good. I, I asked if my son could join me for that. Um, oh yes. So, uh, and they said, yes. Um, now it's just a matter of me getting there in the daylight. Cause my wife is like, he's not going down in the dark. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get my butt there was still daylight. <laughs> that's awesome. What a good, what a good safety runner to have though, man. That's perfect. Yeah. It, it's exciting. Um, yeah. so he just finished his season. So, uh, I'm excited to, to hopefully get him out there. But, um, so, um, what, uh, what made you choose old dominion? Uh, a few things. Uh, one, there's no, there's no lottery. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I thought, uh, back, so back in December when I got the idea and I was like this, if I, if there's ever a time to do a hundred miles, which, which is like always been something I've been interested in doing, uh, it was like, now's it. Um, they got the, okay with the family to, cause I knew it was going to take a lot of, you know, my training volume was going to go up. So I meant more time running on the weekends. Um, so they were all cool with that. And, uh, so yeah, the, I figured being in June with the way things hope, you know, I was hopeful that they would be able to have it one, um, two, it's close. It's sort of like the local, you know, like a local one almost, um, which I love that. 
And then um, I, I just like that sort of, you know, it's always been described as sort of low key family run. Um, I, I love all that. That's super appealing. Um, nice. Super appealing to me. Um, so all those kind of factors played in to that. Plus, and it's just got a, it's got a, you know, long history being yep. one of the oldest in the country. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, all, for all those reasons. Nice. Nice. Um, have you come up with uh, the, your, your goals? Um, you don't have to discuss me if you're not. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I, yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got my goals. I'm not, it's so hard, you know, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I've never run more than 50 miles. I don't yeah, know, yeah, you know, sure. I, I don't know what's going to happen after 50 miles, <laughs> um, <laughs> which, which is most people I know when they, yeah. um, you know, do a hundred mile, obviously. Um, but, but the big thing is like that pace. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I, I even in, huh? Good. I was gonna say, let's talk about that. Like, you know, yeah. let's, let's talk about that. And Hey, feel free to ask you know questions too. I mean, like that's sure. what I'm, I'm here for. Um, but yeah, I mean like when you were training, um, what were you trying to feel a slower pace or were you training at your normal pace? How did that go? Um, so I would kind of switch it up as, as we got closer to the, as we've gone closer to the race, mm-hmm. you know, I've been more specific with my training and trying to get, um, trying to find it's hard where I, you know, I live in Northern Virginia. Um, so, but I tr- trying to find, you know, some, some, uh, parts of the trails that, that, somewhat mimic the elevation change um it's not exactly the same because i don't have any long i mean there's not it's not super long climbs either in old dominion i know but but um everything here is just sort of up and down um so i so i can get some elevation change but it's like literally you know 200 feet up 200 feet down 200 feet up (laughs) um (laughs) but um yeah so no i've been doing but i've been doing uh more sort of slower um um getting like, like I said, more specific, trying to get more specific towards what I'll hopefully <laughs> be doing during old dominion. <laughs> and, uh, what, what are you thinking? Um, like pace wise or, or finish time yeah. wise, what, what is, what's in your mind? Yeah. So, um, right now my, a, my, a goal is under 22 hours. Okay. Um, it's, I think a little bit ambitious, um, but not cr- not crazy ambitious. Um, I think it's doable. Um, I, I think maybe I can run a, even possibly a little faster. Um, and so if I'm feeling good and that happens, I'm going to kind of let it happen. I'm definitely one. Um, and I don't, uh, to, uh, just go for it. And if I blow up, I blow up. <laughs> um, so, like, that's just how, Don, that's just also how Don and I have always raced. That's how I always raced in high yeah. school. That's how I did my bike racing. Like I just, yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather take a risk and see what happens, you know? Cause I, yeah. cause I, I, that's, that's the, the thing, the thing I love about, especially ultra running is, is just exploring those limits, you know, mm-hmm. what, where yeah. is that limit? And so right. to explore, you gotta get, you gotta get close to sometimes, uh, cross it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, as most um, people know, I've crossed that boundary a few too many times. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've heard, I've heard uh, through, in some of your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but some of the stories, this, yeah. this one, for my purposes, is is not. I'm not pushing. <laughs> I'm not trying to push any boundaries. I just okay. want to get sub 24 and have a good time. You know, come out uninjured. 
uh, you know, that's, that's, yeah. my, that's my big goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, for your first one, you know, like it, you can't start too slow. <clears throat> and that, you know, I think a lot of people, they're like, oh, it's cold out. It's, you know, it's, it's cooler temperatures. We have a 4 a.m. start. And I guess we should give people yeah. a little bit more background here. So this is in Woodstock, Virginia. Um, it is the Shenandoahs. Okay. So we're in the Shenandoah Valley with, uh, you know, a good amount of, of mountains in the area. It's 14,000 feet of elevation gain, which um, I really need to pull up like somebody's Strava file because they don't have an elevation profile on the on the website no, that I can find. <laughs> so, uh, which you know, it's it's been difficult because I've been trying to pull teeth to you know find information. I've been asking some friends that have, yeah. have done it and stuff, but um, the website is very basic. You know, we don't know what's going to be at the aid stations; just there are aid yep. stations. <laughs> um, yep. So you know, it's 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 really hard to kind of make a, a solid plan not knowing a lot of this, and you know, so. Um, you know, all that to say, um, I'm going to have a crew, um, and uh, you're having your, your wife hope is going to be yes. crewing for you. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. and it, when I looked at the spacing, um, at, you know, I just did the math actually just before we got on and, um, I was kind of surprised by, uh, some of the lengths that, you know, where like, even the first one, the first one's almost 20 yeah. miles before you see, uh, crew or your drop bag. That's like the first time that you have like any type of, you know, aid, not necessarily aid stations. There's aid stations prior. So we do have places where we can stop, but you know, it's, it, it yeah. is a pretty substantial amount of distance for a race like this. Um, you know, but, um, with all that said, uh, what, what's your plan for, for like that, you know, that duration, um, you know, what, what are you going to carry? How are you going to tackle that? Just the first 20 miles? Yeah. Or just yeah. Yeah, um, like think, yeah, you know, talk about like you know what what you're thinking for going out pace wise, you know what you're gonna have for you know are you gonna pack a little bit more like a are you gonna do a bladder versus bottles or you know what are you thinking there? Yeah, no, I'm I'm planning on doing bottles. Um, I'm gonna do just kind of what I've what's what I found to I, that I like the best. Um, I do I just wear a, a, a waist belt, the ultra fitted race belt. Actually, I can fit one of their um one of their uh ultra flasks i think they call it um 500 milliliters you're talking about the ultra spire yeah ultra spire yeah, yeah. okay yes yeah um i, I love that thing <laughs> um uh because i can just cram so much in there it's crazy nice. um between that and then my shorts the pockets i can even still fit stuff in the pockets of the shorts underneath there so i can easily carry enough fuel for for 20 miles i've, I've in fact i've carried significantly more before um and then with the aid stations i'll be able to get water at least um, mm -hmm. I'm not planning on, pro I'm not planning on relying on them for, for nutrition, um, okay. to supplement maybe. Um, but, but I'll carry, I'll carry everything I need for, for 20 miles. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'll have the one flask, uh, that I can stow in the back of the belt and then I'll have a handheld. Um, also that, uh, it's a soft flask handheld that once it, once it gets empty, I just kind of tuck it in the side of the belt too. So then, cause I, I really like having my hands free. Yeah. Um, I have not found a vest that I enjoy more than just having handhelds or the, or the, the belt. Um, I have, I'll have a vest with me if, in case I want to switch. Um, but, um, I'm hoping that I don't end up cause I don't enjoy it as much. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I carry, um, as a lot of my race reports have kind of shown, I carry, this is, um, the ultra spire that they can't see the video, but, um, yeah, this is, uh, I carry it's the Basham for those that this is, but this is called the revolt. This is the original. 
So yeah. the bottle goes ac- across the back and then you can actually have another bottle in the, the small of the back, but that's how wide it is. So it sits between yeah. the shoulder blades. So it's still yeah. very open, very meshy. You know, it's, this is it's really light and you know, it doesn't, you can, it doesn't like, you know, take up like, like a lot of vests get hot, you know, cause you're, yeah, yeah. you know, so this is really airy. I mean, the very thin straps, you know, it's still got storage capacity. So that, that's yeah. typically, you know, the one I wear. Um, cause I can carry two bottles and, you know, nutrition. Um, and it, like I said, it's, the, it's called the Basham. Now you can still find the result, the, the revolt online. Um, actually I, I picked up a, they have a long version cause you know, I'm taller. So I picked yeah. it up for like 20 bucks on online, but, um, but yeah. So, um, what do you do for nutrition? What's your, what's your nutrition plan? How often do you take it and what are you taking? Um, I, I eat, uh, about every 25 minutes, um, you know, some sort of hundred calorie item. Um, I don't dig a lot of gels. Um, so, but I have found stuff I like, I, I, I my main ones being spring energy. Um, okay. I love their stuff. Um, and then, uh, Huma gels. Yep. Um, so I'll kind of switch, I'll use a little bit of both. I'm trying to prevent so that palate fatigue. <laughs> Um, and then I also do bars actually like, uh, um, like the, I, there's a couple cliff bars that I like that I've done on, you know, like during my 50 miler that I did a 50 mile leading up to this, um, and, uh, in my long runs, um, and some other, uh, real food stuff that I'll get at my, um, from hope, uh, at the crew stops. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. I have my nutrition pretty, I mean, you know, I know anything can happen in hundred miles. It could all go wrong, but right. For up to fifty miles, it's dialed. Um, I'd never, you know, uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty solid there. We'll see what happens on, you know, on the hundred miler. But um, after fifty miles, who knows what's going to happen? But we'll come back to the the fifty mile that you did and the, the training leading up. But um, sure. just to touch on this this you know front portion, uh, what type of pace um, is twenty two hours? What's what does that work out to be? Oh, um, it's like right at 13 minutes i think okay. per mile something like that okay. little little and over maybe a little over 13 minutes okay and you've practiced that pace have you practiced running that pace yeah well so um that's that's the other challenging thing i have done runs where that's been my average pace i rarely <laughs> ever run at a 13 mile yeah, you know right um but um but oh yeah um only when there's been quite a bit of elevation gain has my pace averaged 13. So most of yeah. my training, yeah, is faster. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, more, um, and you know, like the, the, the races I did leading up, I was going out to race. I want, I still wanted to, to push myself. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do any of my races at that pace. No. Okay. Um, All right. Well, talk about the races. What, what races did you do leading up? Um, I did, um, uh, Gosh, what was the first 50k? What the heck is it called? <laughs> I don't even remember that. Sorry, blanking on the Where name. But then I did tear uh um uh Lynchburg. You run it. <laughs> you did it in the B series. The first uh, oh the Holiday Lake. David Holiday Lake. Yeah, I was blanking on the name <laughs> Holiday Lake 50k. Um okay. then I did ter- thank you. <laughs> then I did Terrapin Mountain 50k. Um okay. then I did uh the Grayson Highlands 50 miler. I had to do a 50 miler to qualify for, oh, okay. for old Dominion Cause my other 50 yeah. was so long ago. So, yeah. um, and, and I had the ones actually that I was originally going to do ended up not happening. They didn't have them. So, so I did Grayson Highlands 50 miler um, okay. just a few weeks, just like four or five, four weeks ago. Nice. 
how'd that go? The 50 miler? Yeah. Or all of them. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, uh, Holiday Lake, I sprained my ankle. I rolled my ankle real bad and ended up being a sprain <laughs> the week before. So that was a tough one. I still felt, I, 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 I felt like I still needed to run it though. I knew it was a risk, um, but I felt confident. I did a lot of thinking and praying beforehand. And I was like, no, I think I'm still, still should run this. And it went great actually considering it was, you know, considering that, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, um, and those were crazy conditions. I don't know if you, <laughs> it was, you know, freezing rain the entire time, ice and slush and mud, and not, yeah, not the best thing on a, on a, sprained ankle um but yeah. i have a little brace on it um terrapin mountain was awesome and then i rolled my ankle bad the same one <laughs> with like oh. six or seven miles to go but i was just flying just crushing it feeling uh, i mean amazing um in that one um and still finished well um and ha- you know it, i i um i think i finished in like 503 or something um yeah i felt good and i was like oh man i'm gonna i could get sub five hours so that's so then i started kind of bombing the downhill a little harder probably <laughs> and i was what i realized i was doing is overstriding i was just you know i yeah i'm still yeah. still kind of learning all this too you know as i'm going through <laughs> um it was actually a, a podcast I, w- w- with you and, and patrick uh reagan um oh, listening yeah. and i heard him saying how i forget who it was one of his buddies was behind him and saying like dude you're you're not, you're take you're not taking enough steps. That's what, that's why you keep rolling your ankle. And I was like, yeah. shoot, maybe that's what I'm doing. And sure <laughs> enough, I started kind of up and how many steps I'm taking and haven't rolled it since. Um, but, um, yeah, but yeah, so I rolled So that slowed me down at the end. Mostly it was a mental struggle. It was just like, oh my gosh, you know? Um, but, uh, once I got over that, I was able to still run in pretty hard. Um, but it definitely slowed me down for a while. Um, and then Grayson, Highlands went, went, went great. I was kind of going into it with a little, you know, you're kind of always a little bit banged up. You're yeah. running this much training this much. Um, I was having a little bit of a quad thing that did aggravate me, but not, it didn't get worse or anything. Um, and I, and I held back a little bit on the downhills because that was where, and, cause I knew, you know, this close to old dominion, I didn't want to like make this worse or exacerbate this. So, yeah. So that one went well. Um, though too especially considering that nice nice and what, what did yeah. uh your max mileage for per week max out at uh 85 miles oh, great um the awesome. yeah yeah and it felt i felt great man you know I, I i like just going along like yeah i not you know i don't care like race or no race i just i really love I just like an adventure, man. <laughs> like that's why I love ultra running. Like I, that, yeah. that that kid part of me, like I told you today, just going on the adventure with the boys back in the woods. Like I'm still just such a big kid. Like so, <laughs> like these this ultra ultra running is just basically a way to just you know go on these crazy long adventures. Like so, my training runs. I, I have such a especially if I'm running a new place. Like when I went out to the uh, uh, Massanutten area to run um, on the Old Dominion course, like you know, I just, it was, it was hard for me to turn around and go back to the car. I just wanted to keep on exploring and, you know, yep. seeing different places and stuff. So yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I was the same yesterday. I was out running and you know, it's, it's, you, you get to that. I was an out and back. So I got to the turnaround and you know, it's like, ah, I just want to keep going around the bend here. <laughs> you know, yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> no, no, time to go back. <laughs> yeah. That is always me like, Oh, well, but what's up over there. And then yeah. like, 
eight mile run turns into a 15 mile run or something. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Um, so uh, training sounds like it's gone extremely well. Um, yeah. and, um, you know, like I said, you're, you're not sure what's going to happen past, past 50. Um, have you prepared with like lighting and stuff like that? Have you done any night runs to kind of check out your lighting and stuff? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've, um, I end up just running at night, you know, like very similar to you just with family and kids. Yeah. Sometimes it's just yep. more convenient to run after bedtime at night. Yep. Um, but this time I also just intentionally did it. I also run super early in the morning on the weekends and even the weekdays. Um, so I, I end up running in, at night a lot actually. Um, but then I've done some intentional, like longer runs at night with my lighting to see, um, you know, if I would, and, and trying to do it on some more technical stuff just to see like, um, so I feel comfortable with it. Um, I'm, you know, I do it so often. Yeah. I'm pr- pretty comfortable with it. Right on. What, what do you use for lighting? I have the, um, I did switch it up with that. I'm doing a Petzl, uh, the, I don't know how to pronounce it. Nao, N-A-O, yep. um, kind of like yeah. the, the yep. big Mac daddy one that they're, that they have, yeah, um, yeah. mostly just cause it lasts so long. Um, okay. um, yeah, so I'm going with, going with that. I've, I've enjoyed that. Um, I've been messing with having a little clip on belt light. I do sometimes like that extra little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. so, um, but I'm not, yeah, but the, with, with, when I have my belt loaded up with nutrition, sometimes it's kind of hard to clip it on. Um, so yeah. I'm not sure, I'm not sure yet if I'm going to go with it or not. Okay. Yeah. With, well, the, with, that, with that, with yeah. that, yeah, with that lamp, I don't, I haven't really needed it, um, or felt yeah. like I needed it. I felt good out there without it. Okay. If it gets foggy, you know, it's a, it is a good thing to have, um, cause it does hmm. give you that, you know, light dispension a lot lower, um, so it gives you, okay. it lights up the trail, whereas it's like your headlamp will just kind of give you that halo in front of your face and yep. you will not get much of the trail or the depth perception of what the trail is. Whereas like, you know, ah, okay. and it, it's not to say you just can't hold your light, you know, down low, um, if it is foggy and, and you know, give yourself that depth perception. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that is the advantage of the waste is having that lower light. It, it will, especially yeah. in the fog. When I did grindstone, I mean, that, that belt was a lifesaver. Um, you know, I, I had that, I wear both a headlamp and a, a belt, but, um, you know, that belt has saved me on numerous occasions. UTMB was crucial <laughs> quite a few times. Um, bet, so yeah. it's, you know, it's a good thing to have on board. Um, yeah. even if you're not using it the whole time, but yeah, yeah, it is a good thing to have. Um, and, um, we talked about gear, we talked about training. Um, you know, what, um, what expectations or questions, you know, do you want to talk about or questions you may have? Do you have anything you want to ask about um, things you're curious on? Uh, yeah, I guess. Or no. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, this is perfect, actually. <laughs> um, so uh, one of them being, I know, you know, nutrition, you're always operating at a deficit. That, yep. You know, you're, you're not taking in more than you're burning. And mm-hmm. I've certainly experienced firsthand that what fuels you for, you know, 16 miles is not going to work for a marathon. And then what works for a marathon is not going to work for 50 miles. So do you, and I've kind of heard this on some of your podcasts, like you say, you mentioned this, but, um, do you find yourself taking in more nutrition as you get later into the race, like eating more often than you typically Mm. did or started at the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 
definitely a few things. Um, my interval diminishes. So like you said, you start off with like 25 minutes. I start out about 30 minutes. Um, but as the race goes on, you know, it, it becomes less and less. And then it's just like constantly kind of just getting calories in or having a larger, you know, like a meal almost. Um, what I always tell my athletes and, you know, make the recommendation is like when you usually have breakfast or lunch or dinner, have those meals, like have something substantial, you know, have something ready. That's like, you know, that like a ton of calories that you can kind of just, you know, you can walk and eat or, you know, consume while you're changing things out. Um, but have something that's, you know, like you, it, it's going to give you like that kind of, uh, you know, I feel full, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And it can be anything, um, you know, something at the aid station, you know, whatever, whatever looks good. If it's a burger or a piece of pizza, whatever it is, you know, just try to get stuff down. And then you'll find that over the course of the race, you're doing that more and more frequently. Um, at yeah. first, maybe I'll just I'll just grab some potato chips, you know, that's that'll sustain me. And then it's like, ah, uh, like maybe some broth and potato chips. OK, maybe some watermelon broth and potato. Chips. It just starts growing a little bit more. You know, so yeah. you're consuming more calories uh, over the course of the event, um, especially towards the, the latter half. You know, that's when, you know, you, like you said, you're you're going into deficit and it's just you just need the calories to keep going. So if you're starting to feel lethargic, um, you know, sleepy, um, like your legs are just like they just don't have the energy, you need more calories. And then it's, yeah. it's just dumping in whatever the body will take, you know, is it like, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of like it's a furnace <laughs> and you're yeah, just yeah. going to throw whatever on the furnace, you know, cause it's going to yeah. burn it, you know, it's just, it just needs to go down. Um, but yeah, it, like my, you know, it, it's it, like I said, it just starts to become like more and more substantial calories, you know, like, whereas it might've been something simple at the beginning, then all of a sudden it's like, I take three hot dogs, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> like Umstead was like, it was just like that, you know, like it's, it started off really simple with like spring and Huma. And then, you know, it just started compounding. Like I was like, I, you know, I was just consuming, you know, as much as I could. Um, yeah. And then, you know, it, in the end, I felt, I felt great at the end because I was sustaining the calories. I just, I was able to keep it going down. That's the thing. And like, even if your stomach goes south, you have to find ways to kind of get that food yeah. down. And the stomach will come around, you know, it's just, it's, it's diverting blood everywhere. So it's just, you have to yeah. like, let it, you know, get the absorption with the blood start coming back and, and absorbing the food. And then, you know, it will start coming around again, but you have to keep feeding it or else it's just, you know, it's a, it's a really tough battle. Um, yeah. Do you do um, calories from your fluids as well, or just water? I, I don't, I, I, I've, tr I've tried so many different ways, so many different times yeah. and I've found that I just prefer water. Um, yeah. I, I, what, what I would end up doing is, is watering down the stuff so much, especially the longer the race went, the less and less I would want it. Um, so like for marathon, you know, with Donald, those road marathons, I would, um, but man, I, it would be hard to drink at the end. I could still eat like gels or whatever. Um, yeah. but, but for some reason the drink would just get tough. I don't know if it's because I don't drink. I only like literally drink water and, or black coffee. Like maybe it's that, I don't know. But, um, like when I'm not, you know, racing, running, um, but, uh, yeah, I have, I, I what it ends up happening is like, yeah, I just end up watering it down mostly anyway. So I've started this, this training. I was like, you know, I'm just going to try completely just water. Um, yeah. And it's been working great. I, I, you know, I make sure I get my electrolytes still. Um, and, uh, and I just get all my calories through food. Yeah. Um, 
it looks like we're going to have a high of maybe 83 ish. Um, yeah. Uh, so, um, and, you know, again, we don't know what's at the aid stations. Um, are you going to have, um, hope have some ice for you? Do you have, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Good. You're good. Yeah, um, good. Um, the, uh, do you have an ice bandana and I'm going to do the, uh, actually your, 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 the, tr- your trick there with the buff, the buff. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just roll it up in the buff. I've got yep. two. So she'll make an, another one and we'll swap them out every time cool. I see her. Um, that's the plan. Yeah. Cool. Arm sleeves work well too. Um, if you have like the UV arm sleeves, if you put it, um, like on the inside of the bicep and then yeah. on the wrist too, um, it drops the heart rate. Um, it's, it cools you off. Uh, it's, it's interesting. Um, and then the, um, the, the strangest one that, um, I don't know if I've shared this on here, I've shared it with a few of my athletes for these hot races is actually, um, menthol, <laughs> uh, cough drops. I, yeah. Um, it's, it, it tricks the brain cause it's, you yeah. know, it's, it feels cooling. Um, and so it actually tricks the brain into thinking that it's cooler. Um, it's a mental thing, but you know, I've, I've heard that works as well. Um, so, you know, another, another potential for, for somebody out there. I don't know, if, you know, if you and I want to try it on Saturday, <laughs> an experiment, yeah. but, uh, um, I probably will not be, I don't want to be <laughs> messing with it. You know, this might be my only time I go at a hundred miles here, man. So <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to be experimenting out there too much. That's right. That's right. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. going to go with menthol, uh, uh, cigarettes and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know yeah, that's a great. Uh, it'll work out great for you. I'm sure. uh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, that's, that's okay. Um. So, um, any other um, apprehensions or or you know questions or things you want to talk about um, going into this one? No, I mean, yeah. The the biggest like question mark for me is that 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 pacing. Um, like I said, I like taking risks and going out um, <laughs> fast uh, and maybe blowing up. Cause, but sometimes you don't. And it ends up being like yeah. this well. cr- crazy fast race that's really hard to replicate. You know, like Donald yeah. and I have had that. We've had a few races where like, you know, that just the magic happened that day. And it wouldn't yeah. have happened if we didn't go for it, you know, from yeah. the get go. Yeah. Um, so like we've had, you know, like we've had a. 10k where literally the one of the 5k splits is faster than our fastest 5k like that's just (laughs) ridiculous you know that shouldn't happen we just don't run a lot of 5ks too but but um it was just one of those magic days where we went for it somehow i held on he's always strong (laughs) but um so yeah it's that uh uh you know that pace that you can do for 50 miles obviously you know i can't i'm not trying to keep that up for for 100 miles but how much do you really need to slow down, especially in the beginning, yeah. um, to be able to sustain? You know, I, I do. I don't want it to be a death march either. No, no, you know, yeah, for, yeah. for the last fifty miles or something. Right. Um, but um, but I do want to kind of push the envelope. You know, like yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's, yeah. I'll say this too. It's you know, you've got that the front half, right? You've got fifty miles, like, and then you got a back half that's you know, like a lot can still happen in that back half, you know, like it's, yeah. the, you know, my reservation is that if I, you know, if I put it forth in the front half and I, you know, I don't have it for the back half, I'd rather, you know, be a little conservative on the front half and then, you know, yeah. 
leave it for the back. Now, listen, like the reason I keep doing these hundred milers is because I have no mastery of this distance. <laughs> <laughs> I will say like this, this has been like, you know, kicking me in the tail every time I've done it. Cause then that's why I keep doing it. Cause like, I want to get better at it, you know, like yeah, I'm yeah. okay with the lower distances, but like this one really, I suck at it. <laughs> there's, there's no way around that. <laughs> like, you know, like I've had one good one and that was at yeah. Chattanooga. I ran like a pretty darn good race, but you know, like even Umstead was, you know, it was good. I'm not saying like I didn't have a good race, I, but I still went down for a long time, and you know, in the middle yeah. there. So like, yeah. I'd like to just have a consistent race and, you know, just kind of practice my fueling and making sure that, you know, I get it because the grindstone in the fall, I'd really like that one to go well because I, I, you know, I need my hard rock qualifier again. Yeah, um, man. You know, so I like it, it, I am, I'm, you know, by all new, you know, by all means, if, if you feel like chasing it, if the day is presenting itself as like that day where you're just feeling magical, you know, go for it, man. But like you go out and you're like, you know, maybe my body's not quite with me yet. Give it some time, you know, like there, yeah. it's a long race, you know, and, and you'll have your ebbs and flows and uh, it's where, that's where the nutrition comes in. It's just trying to keep that even keel, you know, just like that consistent energy. And you just feel like you've got the pace and you're dialed in and you can just grind on all day. Uh, and that's, yeah. that's, that's where it is, you know, and like it took, it took me going down at Umstead and getting back up and then finding that, you know, Oh, here's the pace. You know, I was going probably a little too fast in the beginning and I just wasn't feeling it. And then he came and it just kicked my tail, you know, and then it just yeah. made me realize, well, maybe I was pushing too hard, you know? So like, you got to listen to the body at times. And it, it, sometimes it's hard because you're looking at your watch and you're like, you know, I really should be moving faster than this. But the reality is, you know, it's the, it's what the day gives you, you know, and we have to be recognize that. So, you know, just be, be patient, you know, be real patient. Um, I, I mean, you know, a lot of the racing doesn't happen until that, that latter half. And I've yeah. learned that all too many, <laughs> too many times in these hundreds, you know, it's like I'll go out, you know, too hard. And then, you know, I've got like person upon person passing me in that back half. And it's just like, Whew, man. <laughs> why yeah. did I go out so hard? <laughs> yeah. But, it's, it's like I said, it's all the given day, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Like you said, um, yeah. especially unless you try. So, um, yeah. but at, at the same time, you said, you know, I, you may not have another opportunity at a hundred. So you know, I'd love for you to, to get that that twenty two hour goal and and get your sterling silver buckle, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, yeah. And that's, that's the other thing is like if you're above twenty four hours, there's no buckle. That's like I, was I know. Like, <laughs> All yeah. right. <laughs> I'm okay. I you know if that ha I mean obviously I want that buckle. That's yep. you know that that's my that you know that's my C goal is twenty four hours and then just finish yep. is my you know <laughs> my everything yeah. after goal. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like I do you know, if I'm, I, I'm not saying I'm going to go out there like eight minute miles and try to just destroy. <laughs> I'm just saying like, if like with the, I'll like call you if you do. Mile, yeah, <laughs> yeah. With like 50 miles, you know, you can, I, I can manage sort of like uh, my effort. I can feel like, okay, mm -hmm. this is how hard I can keep going. I, I you know, pu pushing it hard. And, and it, it went like at Grayson Islands. It went well, like the 50 K, especially that's, just so manageable in terms of like, okay, this is how hard I can go at the beginning. I'm yeah. pushing, but I'm not like, you know, I, I, and then sure enough. Yeah. Like towards the end of Terrapin mountain, I just was feeling stronger and stronger as the, as it was going on, especially when we were hitting the steeper stuff. It was, that was when I was just cruising along, passing people. Yeah. Um, um, and then it was like, Oh, I can actually go faster. Um, maybe, maybe could have started a little bit faster yeah. even than that one. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm just like, you know, if I'm going out there in those 12 minute miles, let's say, are like coming easy and it's like, oh, okay, maybe I can average more around 12 instead of 13. And 
start shooting down to 21 now or you know like that would be <laughs> that would be that'd be cool but you know yeah. i'm not going to pay for it when i hit that climb out of elizabeth furnace and <laughs> up uh sherman's gap i think it is or whatever yes um yeah so so um yeah. but yeah that's cool and we'll see hey man. <laughs> when you're packing like if you think you know maybe maybe i need this throw it in like don't don't have any reservations you know it's better to, to overpack uh, you know i just I just wrote a whole article about that. I'll, I'll have it in my newsletter. It, it's better cool. to overpack than to to not have it. You know, like yeah, if you're thinking about footwear, socks, whatever, like you know, those are all vital things. You know, and, and have backups for the backups. You know, yeah, just be as prepared as you can in that regard. You know, don't hesitate. Um, I know Hope's going to have a, a a carload of stuff, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, she will. She will. Yeah, poor yeah. her. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's better to have than to have not. You know, and and same thing with the nutrition. Um, you know, yeah. like I've been saying, you know, you go through the grocery store and you go aisle by aisle and you're like, you know, you know this looks good. <laughs> throw, throw it in the cart, yeah. you know, like, yeah, it's, you know, you may not get to it. You may not eat it, but it's, it's there, you know? And yeah, now I got a whole bin of, uh, of stuff that like, okay, if my normal stuff, I'm just like, ah, I'm not touching any of this. I got a whole bin of other stuff. That's just like, you know, I, yep. I'll try something completely different that I've, I have had, it's all stuff I've eaten before, but yeah. not, I don't typically eat it when I run this sort of yeah. kind of like what you mentioned, I think on a recent one, the coops, uh, or no, this, I was listening to one of your older ones. I think it was coops bullseye yeah, strategy. The bullseye. Um, yeah. Yeah. I got those sort of second and area and third ring stuff. That's like, yeah, I like perfect. these things. I don't always eat them on runs, but yeah. Yeah, she'll she'll yeah. be she'll be toting a lot around in our little Corolla <laughs> to all the stops. Uh, well, that's awesome. That's awesome, man. Well, we're gonna have a, a follow up episode um, post run. Uh, we'll, we'll plan that as uh, as your your brain fog dissipates from <laughs> from this event. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got a four a.m. start. Um, I will see you guys on Friday uh, at yes. the uh, the fairgrounds, which is where we're we're starting for the race meeting. Um, I cannot wait. And, uh, me either, man. Can't wait to say, say, Hey, in person. So, yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I certainly wish you the best. I hope this week is uh non-stressful. <laughs> you, I hope Thanks, you get man. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. everybody takes it easy on you. <laughs> Same man. Same to you. <laughs> Thanks dude. I will, uh, I will look forward to our follow-up conversation. Yeah, man. Looking forward to it. Hopefully <laughs> it'll be, a, we'll be talking about some positive things. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Wrote this song while crew and Aaron on a hundred mile foot race through the trails in the rain and mud. How about that?
miles by foot. Well, ask me why I do it. I can't stay put. Rain is coming, rain is coming, can't give a fit.